0: Hi everyone and welcome to episode 101 of the Holding Court Podcast. Today we're recapping JT Day, discussing our upcoming move across the country, and we'll share about our annual RV trip adventure, all coming up right now on Holding Court. Boom <laughs> boom Happy New Year slash it's already three weeks into the new year, and I don't even know how that's possible.
1: Yeah, that's a little wild. We took a little hiatus, I feel like.
0: Yeah, well, we were doing our RV trip back, and then we jumped right back into foundation events and all that and wanted to take time to collect my thoughts and just get going again after episode 100.
1: I feel like we've been working like... 80-hour weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's not normal.
0: Um, where are you at on New Year's resolutions?
1: Oh, man. I I forgot what I said I was going to do. So oh. it's
0: safe to say you haven't resolved and, oh, wait, resoluted. Anything.
1: I haven't resoluted. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what my resolution is this year. I think I want to write more.
0: Oh, I like that. Like, like journaling like, your thoughts. And, yeah. Okay. Like, like a mindful meditation jot some warning. stuff down. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I used to write a lot. And I actually mentioned that in therapy the other day that I want to get back into that. And I feel like whatever it is, and it's just bad habits, and a lot of people probably have the same bad habits, but when you have downtime, what do you do? Pick up your phone, yeah. watch TV, some like some sort of habit that's not. Very productive and doesn't make you feel relaxed or any of that. But I want to, when I have free time, we actually just talked about this with our nighttime routine and going upstairs and winding down. I was thinking we should start reading again. Yep. It puts you to sleep. You make it a page or maybe two pages. I get through like
1: (laughs) two to three pages and I'm like, I can barely keep
0: my eyes. Reading is your melatonin. Yes. It's safe to say. But just having that. I don't know getting back into that creativity and I think because we are so busy that it's really really hard when you have downtime to fill it with something that doesn't really feel like you're checking anything off if that makes sense yeah like oh I have an hour I need to do emails or I need to do this or write this person you're not thinking oh I have an hour let me go curl up with a book and read or let me go journal like that needs to be more intentional and feel like you are accomplishing something I think
1: I agree. And you bring up a great point. And I don't, we didn't at all intend on like talking about how to make your resolutions, but you said something to not have my phone in my hand. Right. And I think that's what happens to a lot of people is their resolution is like a negative. Like I'm going to be on my phone less instead of making a resolution of what they're going to do, which is going to allow them to be on their phone less. And I think that's kind of what I did. I'm going to write more so I can be on my phone less.
0: I've heard people talk about that with Lent. Instead of, oh, I'm going to give up candy. It's replace it with, I'm going to do this instead. Right. So looking at it as... I mean, it's a
1: negative, right? Yeah. So I'm I think gonna...
0: you already start out like, oh gosh, I, right. I can't do this or I can't yeah. have a drink or I'm not allowed to do this. So replacing it with...
1: I'm going to. I
0: don't. I don't know the last time I really gave up anything for New Year's. I've mentioned my drinking, my three drink. Yeah. You've been doing that for maximum. three years now. I yeah. Feel like. This is starting my third year. It is so good. Truly. Yeah. Um, I like it. And I always say that I'm going to be, act- I mean, I always say I'm going to be active four times a week for at least 30 minutes. But I really try to do something every day, whether it's like walking the dogs or doing some form of workout. I have to close my rings and you guys, I'm like a five-year no ring closer.
1: <laughs> if she hasn't closed an exercise ring. I know. And we're upstairs jumping getting ready, jacks. trying to go to bed. She's like running, doing like uh breakfast club, air punches through the hallways, <laughs> like jumping jacks. Yeah. Like, trying hey. to close her last ring it's hilarious and she literally like closes every ring I'm every dedicated. day it's wild i don't know really your little calendar me. is cool it looks cool
0: It it's very beautiful yeah. i should share that <laughs> i know even when i had surgery i'm like i gotta do something and walk or i don't know walk up the stairs or something probably yeah. not recommended but
1: <laughs> you had thumb surgery you can't walk out the stairs
0: well, after like anesthesia, oh, like pain meds. Oh, you like, mean like immediately yes, I thought that you were talking day. about like uh oh,
1: I can't work out. I had a I had surgery on my thumb. Oh no, I can't walk I up pushed the through. Stairs.
0: Gosh. Dick. <laughs> <like> uh, <laughs> well speaking of reflecting reflection.
1: Reflection.
0: Reflect I Oh, reflecting.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> like where are you going? I don't know. I just You like, haven't even sipped on <clears> your wine yet. No, yeah.
0: I just made <laughs> I made up a word. Speaking of reflecting I have reflection written down here, but you're journaling and all of that. I think it's time to reflect and turn the page. If you haven't heard um, the news, welcome <laughs> out from under your rock that you've been living under. No, um, Justin has signed with the Red Sox for this season and yeah. next season. And super exciting, super crazy, like very, very wild transition. Since we first dated, you haven't had spring training in Florida when you were with the Mets and just been able to live in LA where you're from and where I was living for the last nine years and spring training in Arizona. And it's just going to be a very wild transition, but I'm excited. And I wrote a little letter on Instagram to you and fans and just anyone that cared to read it about, you know, our thoughts on the last nine years. And it was amazing. And I don't think either of us, I mean, obviously I think I always thought you were capable of way more than you thought you were capable of, in Mm -hmm. my opinion. So I'm not surprised by it, but I think we never would have imagined what your career in LA would have looked like. And It was pretty freaking cool. So, um, we've done our reflecting and we're not, I don't know. It's like, I'm not sad. Like everyone's like, Oh my God, are you so heartbroken? It's like, yeah, it's different. It's going to be different for sure, but we're excited and we love an adventure. And once we get past the logistics of (laughs) finding our spring training housing and Boston housing and all of that, and all those boxes are checked, I really do think it's going to be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I think it's funny because right now we're in this whirlwind of planning and figuring things out and going across the country for spring training and then figuring out where we're gonna live in Boston and we're like, you know, oh man, like constant, non stop, da 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 and then like I stop and think and I'm like, wait, this is what like everyone else goes through every year. Like we yeah, were lucky. We've been, spoiled. <laughs> we've been so spoiled.
0: Yeah. I said that the other day. I said, how nice that we have our little condo in Arizona and we always just threw the pups in the car. Well, yeah. gently set them in the car and <laughs> drove out and had spring training and then came back and you have the exhibition series in Anaheim. Yeah. And then we start the season from here. But honestly, it's like very, very good problems to have that we <laughs> we have to move to Boston and, You get to play baseball. You get to play for the Red Sox. So it's going to be great. It's just, it's so funny. And like, we're laughing about this yesterday, actually. Everyone thinks we're moving from LA. And obviously you're from LA. I've lived here since I was 19. So everyone has been putting all these nice realtors. (laughs) I wish I could just shout them out by name, but I don't even want to give them that attention. Are putting letters... They tucked one in our Christmas wreath on our door, right? Yeah. found one in there. And then Mm -hmm. on our fence, in our mailbox, saying, I want to sell your house. Let me sell your house for you. Like, can we, are we allowed to stay here in the off season? (laughs) Like, no, like, how are you doing? Congrats on your new deal. If you need any help with housing or selling your house, like, it's very much like, I want to sell your house. I'm sure you do.
1: Yeah. But,
0: (laughs) and everyone, we just saw someone in the grocery store and they're like, are you moving? Are you selling your house? It's like, well, no, like we live here, the foundation's here, which has been a big thing that we've talked about and continuing the foundation. And I don't know, there is that thought of people saying, oh, you're like staying one foot in LA and you're not, you know, fully committed to leaving or this and that. And like, that's absolutely not true. Like we just have our commitments here with our foundation and I- don't think anyone should have a problem with that. I've gotten a few little trolls like move on. It's like, well, like someone at Target the other day was like, shouldn't she be in Boston? <laughs> I was like, it's not spring training yet, sir. Like what are you? <laughs> like obviously we're excited to get there and get involved in that community. and that's another exciting thing, like a whole new fan base, a whole new community to just dive into and fall in love with. And it's just been like the little things have been kind of funny that we've never dealt with or never really thought about.
1: Yeah, it is funny how everyone is kind of perceiving this because I've had so many people that I've talked to that I haven't talked to for a while. They're like, hey, how's Boston? I'm like, what do you you mean? They're like, aren't you in Boston? I'm like, well, no, I didn't just like morph there when I signed. Like, (laughs) I'm still in LA. (laughs) When I
0: posted the RV trip, they're like, oh, let us know how it is in Boston. (laughs) I was like, oh, we're just driving back home and we still have our – foundation event and our golf tournament and all of those obligations but
1: yeah and like the guy the night the other night that he's like shouldn't you be in boston like you if said if someone it's wants like, to give us wait, a house like, in
0: boston right now to live in but this rental market is a challenging thing to navigate so we have to <laughs> navigate it yeah and we obviously have to, you have to go to florida first like you wouldn't just jump ahead and skip your spring training
1: i will say i do have like <laughs> i do have this like one of my favorite things to do is just jump on Zillow and go to random cities oh, yeah. and look That's at houses. His, and when I'm
0: doing my air punches, get it, closing my rings, <laughs> he is scrolling Zillow. So
1: this part of it is kind of fun for me, just looking at different places and looking at different rentals and both in Florida and in Boston and trying to figure it out. And, um, you know, all the different houses, all the different properties, looking at, you know, the different designs inside the house is something that it is hooks me really in like wild. crazy.
0: I want to help people in that are renting these places in fort myers (laughs) and they there are some of these places i mean i saw that you can rent someone's rv for like 6500 for the month yep and then you have all these houses that are and it shows that they've been that they're have been rented and they're renting them for like 20 grand a month or something wild and it's like a two bedroom two bath just a very basic house and it is like they have like lawn furniture in the living room and like just the wildest things in there and i'm just thinking like maybe just take like 300 and go buy a love seat or something at ikea that like serves this property well there's that instagram page of like seen on zillow or something right. where it's like weird or like like wild things on zillow i have seen some shit um so <laughs> not knocking it but like they're obviously making a pretty nice income on these and they know that it's spring training and they know that players are looking for housing and you can tell that this is like the time to make the money so like I'm all about the hustle like get the most money out of spring training that you can but also that is a wicker furniture that is should be in a backyard I'm just (laughs) saying like I'm just saying if I'm going to like (laughs) come home and want to sit on the couch and watch a movie like i don't know if i need it to be like a teak bamboo couch with like waterproof cushions
1: you found a boat
0: i found a boat and i actually thought
1: i thought about going shane falco and just living on the boat my
0: i've considered a lot of things looking at this market that is very slim right now and obviously it like all jokes aside like the storm that hit there was horrific and so many people lost their properties, their homes, everything, businesses, all of that. So that is obviously a big factor in we the We definitely market. have empathy for you for yes, that. Yes. The market being slim pickings, but its it's been an adventure and one that we've not had to do. And I always say I want an adventure and now I got it. So here we are. So <laughs> stay tuned to our, <laughs> our moving adventures. We'll have to share if we... End up in the RV or the boat, yeah. Or
1: maybe we just RV it.
0: I actually thought about that too. The dogs did really, really well in the RV, right? So I don't know. We'll see. But it goes without saying that I think you're excited to be on a new team, and like you've probably chatted everyone on the Dodgers ear off to like, like no end of your baseball. Theories, philosophies, things, all of that. So, like, you get a whole new crop of guys that you just get to post up next to and and just, I don't know, share with them and learn from them and everything in between. And I truly think that they're going to love you.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait. And I've already talked to a lot of those guys, so. um,
0: Do you feel like I was thinking this the other day? Because, I mean, when you were at the Mets and we were just dating, it was obviously different. It wasn't, I wasn't really that involved in everything, but then getting to the Dodgers and like going from like kind of a newbie girlfriend to a wife that was the person that kind of like welcomed people when they came to the team and all of that, it feels like you're changing high schools as a senior, in my opinion, like, do you feel like you're kind of like Billy Madison style, like showing up with, with the backpack, like ready to go? Yeah,
1: I think that's a good, that's kind of a good analogy. Just you've, you know, been with one place with so many people for such a long period of time. And then now all of a sudden going somewhere else, you got to relearn everyone's name, ton of new faces, but also like, I love that. I, I enjoy it. I, I think I'm going to embrace it. And, I mean, I do have a head start. I know a lot of guys over there with the Red Sox, mm-hmm. which is nice. And I'm sure they'll help that transition uh, be a lot easier. But, um, again, like you said, it's an adventure. It's a new adventure. And I'm excited to get to Boston. I'm excited to play in Fenway. I'm excited to help them win baseball games. I'm excited to, you know, just be in the cage and talk hitting with a whole new set of guys. Yeah, you are, uh, like you said, <laughs> and um, yeah, just just a whole new perspective on things. Literally on a completely different coast to play baseball.
0: Totally going the furthest possible. <laughs> Almost. It's funny because the last time I moved across the country, it was like post high school, and I'm like, I had like nine hundred dollars and just packed my car and went. And then I was like, What are we? How are we going to get all of our stuff to Boston? Like, do we have? And you're like there's moving companies or we like can rent you like it was very much like oh yeah okay like it's people do this all the time like it's people do it all the time (laughs) I think we're gonna be fine yeah no totally and fun fact I feel like it was a little I don't know if it's like full circle but 2014 when you were non-tendered by the Mets and you got a call well you had I think well, they, Boston was first. Yeah. And then Ned Colletti in like the 11th hour came in right. and wanted to sign you to minor league deal. And you had the same exact deadline from Boston and the Dodgers deciding where to sign. And I know I made my pro and con list. I wish I had. I probably still have it.
1: You probably have it Like I
0: broke everything down. I was like this, 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 like celebrity fans of each team. Like I fully did my like due diligence. and was like, okay. Celebrity fans of oh, each didn't. team. Oh, I did. I 100% oh, did. Oh, man. Um, and, and was helping you decide. At the end of the day, it's always going to be, I think, your decision because you know the best situation. But it really did come down to uh, the at-bats that, like the utility players got the previous season on the Dodgers.
1: Yeah. I So it was between the Red Sox and the Twins until the Dodgers came in, like you said, at the end. And um, at that time, and for my role of being a utility player, it just made more sense to be in the National League. Uh, I got to come home, got to play in L.A., and I knew I was going to get a lot of at-bats because Don Mattingly – like to use his bench players. Um, guys the year before, Michael Young, Nick Punto, Skip Schumacher, were all on that team. They all had over 200 at-bats. And I looked at the Red Sox guys, and there were some of their bench players had, like, 70 at-bats. Yeah, it was, like, 75, like, and max I was like, 100 Whoa. at-bats. And I was you're like, like, I'm just not going to play if I go there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, chose the Dodgers. And then, like you said, now it's flipped it. I'm heading to Boston, and yeah. – Uh, another fun fact my first at bat ever my entire career was in Fenway so
0: I love that yeah and your first at bat as a Met was a pinch hit right
1: I pinch hit for Alex Cora who's the manager
0: just really
1: there's a lot of things full circling I played in the Cape Cod League for the YD Red Sox
0: was it like summer catch (laughs) not at all (laughs) what oh well i mean i I mean mean it was close
1: actually it was it was actually making love in the storage shed but i'm not like
0: (laughs) (laughs) like the vibes it was crashing your lawnmower while like it was close
1: like we did we didn't have jobs we did we worked like baseball camps and yeah i lived with brandon morrow actually was my roommate Mm. um in the cape so when he came and played for the dodgers uh was it, 17
0: like what's up roomie
1: yeah, we had history. So, by the <laughs> way, he threw 100 when he was in college too. Uh, first rounder out of Cal. So, um, that was cool. But, what? okay, what are you looking forward to the most to do? I mean, besides baseball. Obviously. Um, And you can't say like the little oyster place in Nantucket because I know that's what you're going to say. But besides those two things, what are you most looking forward to in Boston? I don't know.
0: I think just a summer on the East Coast. Like truly when you were in New York, I think we kind of, we didn't know you were going to be leaving so soon. And so I think we kind of just stayed in like our little area when I would come out to visit. And I don't know, just I'm excited. I think a lot of people are going to come visit. Yeah. Like I've had a lot of people say, Oh my gosh, it's on my bucket list to go to Fenway or come visit. So I love being a host and a tourist, which I will be kind of a tourist in my own city and, and learning everything. I won't say the casino, (laughs) but i do love that casino (laughs) i don't know i just i want to like make a point to kind of like throw myself out there and explore and all that i love i love when you played boston and the weather was always wacky i remember playoffs there was like that torrential downpour (laughs) when we were going in uh, the World Series in 2018. Mm -hmm. And then the last time when I went with my friend Mike, who's from Boston, and he got a seats on the Green Monster. Yeah. It was like torrential downpour, like delay gate. I think the game actually went to like – it got delayed really, really late, and you guys still played. We're like one of the last – well, no, a lot of people stayed actually, but like the last one in like our little section. I remember I feel (laughs) like the game went to like – 12 or like one I don't know it was, yeah, it was so a delayed long delay. lots of wacky weather but the fans are dedicated and they are they show up and they are gonna be loud and excited and I just can't wait like I those are some of the best series I've been to so I'm yeah. excited
1: I'm excited for the Yankee Red Sox rivalry to be a part of I that I know
0: everyone keeps saying like who was it one of your teammates called and was like oh, Joe Kelly. So je- oh yeah he's like oh I'm so jealous you'll be back in that rivalry you'll be in that rivalry but yeah
1: obviously because he was a huge part of it when he was with the Red Sox and <laughs> fighting <laughs> Tyler Austin and yeah that yeah. Whole thing but i think one thing that you probably didn't mention that i thought about is it's one of your bucket list things to go to all 50 states and being up there oh, in the yeah. northeast corner, I think you're gonna have a chance to do some day trips up to like, I'm Maine, just gonna go Vermont, up, and, up and back down
0: and just <laughs> cross them all off.
1: Oh, let's go up and no, totally have a dinner, or a little staycation or something. Yeah, yeah, I think that's gonna be cool.
0: I mean, I'm pretty close on that list. Well, I don't know, I've always kind of stayed around my age, so I'm, I'm on good pace, but this might actually like really crush it for me.
1: Do you have a state that you're saving for 50?
0: I don't know. I mean, I haven't been to Alaska and that's a lot of people's last state. Okay. I've like, from when I see it in like little travel groups, it's like Hawaii or Alaska are normally the last ones, but I don't know. Yeah. I find good anywhere I go. So there's no like dead state. I don't think, but I can get a lot. Yeah. You are right. Yeah. Like, I, I think you can I'm check some boxes, that.
1: but it's funny that you say a lot of people, you think a lot of people are going to come visit because, um, you know, we had our day yet yesterday. Um, at the Dream Center and a lot of fans came up, which was really cool. But the most common thing that I heard from everyone there, like so many Dodger fans. I know. Was we're coming to, we're going to come to Boston. We're going to come see actually, you play in Boston. <laughs> I was like. It overwhelms right. me
0: because so many people have said that. And even friends and just fans, people online, it's going to be a, like it's going to be crazy. Right. It's also like a lot to manage when you want to try to see people or say hi to people. I was like, okay, you're all like, there's so many other series you can come to. right? <laughs> like you can pick another one, but it seems like, I don't know. They That's going to be an exciting one. There's so many. I mean, there's so many, like you said, former daughters on your team. And so it's cool. And a lot of people want to see Fenway and
1: one other weird thing from yesterday. I'm ready. Um, you well, kind
0: of just briefly mentioned it. If you haven't, or you don't really do social media, we hosted a JT Day. Because in 2019, the LA City Council named it Justin Turner Day in LA. And we thought this year, we've never really done a kind of a celebration day of service. So we thought it was a perfect chance. So we opened up our food pantry and took donations. We had CHLA out there doing the blood drive in honor of our little buddy Dez, And we had Be the Match out there swabbing people and getting them added to the bone marrow registry, uh, wags and walks. We had rescue pups. It kind of, it started, we just wanted to do the blood drive for Desi. And then it just, we just kept adding all these organizations (laughs) and it turned into actually a really, really cool day. And it was, I think it was a perfect way to put a bow on your career with LA and let people know that we're still going to be committed to helping in the community.
1: One hundred percent. Yeah. And because we had this day planned and we've been planning it for a while, I didn't get the opportunity to go back for Fan Fest with the Red Sox and I was kinda bummed out. Uh it happened to be the same weekend. But while we were at JT Day, I had someone come up with a Boston Red Sox hat and asked me to sign it and it was my first Signature. I know. I thought you should like have a wrote
0: like first signature right. on there. I was hoping you'd wait for me, like my jersey or something. I don't think I've ever had you sign anything. Yeah. Well, there's a couple of Red Sox
1: fans <laughs> that came up. So yeah, there was some Red Sox gear.
0: Also, people that were like, I've I've been a Red Sox fan. I just like the daughters because I live in LA. It's like okay.
1: I heard that from a few people, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, okay. Ooh, uh, 2018 <laughs> had to have
0: been very weird for you. Yeah, but we're right? very good because you were like, I'm happy either way. But no, yesterday was awesome and. I mean, all the like events we always host are great because so many people show up and volunteer and support and I don't know. It's, it wasn't like a sad day. Like I was like, oh my God, this is like, you're like, you're giving your eulogy and like all this and 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 it's like, no, we're just showing the same love we show to our community. We always have. And I don't know, it was just cool. A lot of familiar faces, a lot of people from social media that you chat with and then you get to meet them in person and. Oh, that it was very, very sweet. Yeah,
1: I even got some gifts, some paintings.
0: Yes, yeah. I got flowers from Elizabeth I for my flowers. 100th episode. They're yeah. beautiful. Just a good day. It was. It's a really, really good day. It was fun. Yes. Anyways. Anyways. Where were we? I, I'm
1: <laughs> I'm so good at taking us off track.
0: <laughs> I know. Gosh, no, we're gonna. We get just that. go down
1: all these. Lindy roads. I guess that's what I know. Makes that it guy that
0: that commented and said, "I have a messy podcast." I always he's always in the back of my mind. Well, but, <laughs>
1: it's because it's not like scheduled.
0: No, it is. I have an outline. Right. It's when you but, take when you veer us off course. Okay. Well, then I okay, do a good job. Well, let me do this. I do a good Speaking job. Speaking of veering us off course, we gotta at least talk about the RV trip. Oh. And how you don't let me drive at no. all. Why do you not let me drive? I just. In three years, you, you let go, me you, drive. Maybe for an hour and you made me drive in the middle of a snowstorm That's in Colorado. Hundred percent it was. We That's were drifting. Not
1: true, you drifting drove through, through New High Mexico.
0: Winds. No. Yes. No, I didn't. hundred percent. Why do you not let me drive?
1: We left Albuquerque.
0: Why did you not <laughs> let Mexico, me drive New Mexico? You
1: drove to Arizona. Why? Oh, we gotta make a bet.
0: About what?
1: Where you drove, I'm telling you. You drove Okay, through.
0: why do you not let me drive? I just like driving. We've been together it's for like over a thing. decade and you've let me drive it's after like my... your knee surgery like seven years ago.
1: And what happened?
0: And like if you ever have a drink and I don't drink. Like those are like literally <laughs> the only times.
1: I enjoy driving. That's all.
0: I don't think that's true. You think I'm a bad driver.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you think you're the best driver on the planet.
0: I have been driving for a lot of years
1: and I have been in driving for a lot of years plus And two. I
0: have never been at fault for anything. Okay. And that's just going to be my statement. I've never been at fault.
1: You might want to knock on wood there.
0: I don't I don't need to because that's not going to change.
1: Okay. All right. I'll
0: well. knock on it but then the dogs would bark so I'm like <laughs> silently knocking. <laughs>
1: no, I literally I, a really I good honestly driver. I just I just like it. I enjoy it and you are so much better at like Finding things to do than me. Like, even though when you drove and I was just like, kind of like being there, like, you're like looking up trails and looking up landmarks and trying to find fun stuff to do. And that's just like not my strong suit. That's my excuse.
0: Like, finding the Uranus Fudge Factory.
1: Yes, we didn't, we drove past it.
0: I can't believe you drove past it. You were on the phone with someone. Yeah. I forgot who you were talking to, and it was just like Uranus came and went, and I was like a sad kid looking out the window as it passed by. I
1: think we were talking of trying to find houses.
0: (laughs) Maybe, but I just, I couldn't believe you let it slip away like that. It was right there. Yeah. But we found some other fun places. We we did find a candy factory.
1: Yeah. It was like the world's largest, right? It's
0: like the world's largest gift shop. Oh, gift shop. And I'm like... I have a weakness for gummy candy, like sour gummy candy.
1: Yeah, what was
0: you found this (laughs) like, I don't sleeper pick of candy that I have cinnamon because I love I love hot tamales, but these were cinnamon gummy bears, but not just any standard gummy bear. They were like big, like these things were like what do you think? Like I don't know, like a jumbo jumbo bears gummy bear, like two inches. Yeah. And just soft and almost right. like waxy, which like I know that might be off-putting when you think about it. But just like you remember when you used to eat those things that were the like wax pops that you'd bite and like suck the juice out of? Oh, yeah. Like it kind of almost t- like gave me a little touch of that. So okay. it was like nostalgic. <laughs> but just, I don't know, these cinnamon... Gummy bears.
1: Just think about a jumbo hot tamale, but instead it's of the hard, soft, like coat, so it's soft. Like soft and chewy. But
0: not chewy, like to the point where we needed to like rip it, like some gummy bear. Because, like, I don't oh, like yeah. the Haribo yeah, right. gummy bears. Like, I grew up very close to the Albanese gummy bear factory. Yes. True story. And they are superior. Because some She's of them an are Albanese like, girl, and some through. of them you have to like tug and like rip. Like, I don't like that. This just like you bit it and it just was a clean bite of this. I can't explain it because I even picked Swedish fish and that was my candy choice. And I ended up grabbing yours a ton. Like while you are driving, I just hop back and like grab and you'd hear me in like the little container and you're like, you better be bringing me one of those. But they were, that was a really, you like normally I have the better choices and I introduce you to things. That was like one of the first times where I was like, okay. Justin gets the point for this one. Your Absolutely. little,
1: um, I don't know what it is. The gummy bears you got were good too. They were coated with like sprinkles, Sprinkles. yeah, but they yeah. weren't,
0: yeah. The cinnamon ones were way better
1: because you got a little crunch, but it was still like soft inside.
0: I couldn't pinpoint the flavor of the gummy bear though, and I think that was bothering me. Yeah, like, was it pineapple? You asked like, me like was seven it times. Mystery fruit, pine- like I don't know, yeah. I, I, think I still think that don't was know. upsetting me. It and didn't that, have much flavor, no, but. I yeah. don't you know. We and got some had, peanut brittle too.
1: Yeah. You had peanut brittle for the first time, I think.
0: Yeah. I honestly thought it was more crumbly. Like I expected it to be like when you bite into like a chocolate bar. Like I expected it to kind of be like that, not as like glass chomping yeah. cr- like hard crunch. It's so good. I was not expecting that. I was my expecting grandma it to break. my
1: grandma makes like so much peanut brittle I every know. year.
0: I remember. I hope she doesn't listen to this because we've taken it home every year. And I've, you always eat it. I never tried that's it. That's right. Well, now know. she's
1: tried it. So we'll have it every year. I've
0: definitely shifted because I was never like a sweets person. I'm still not like I a little can satisfy me. Like I'm not the person that's like, oh my God, I need all the dessert and all that. Like I can have a few bites, but candy man, gummy candy is like mm, total weakness.
1: Yeah. But you're very like, like
0: rationing it out.
1: Yeah. Like food category oriented like you have your sweets and then you like have to have like something like salty like you can't oh my like gosh. just if i go do, in the gas station yeah. i
0: have to get my pickled sausage mm-hmm. and a bag of like swedish fish i know it's gross There's, to you not to me
1: i don't like them but you love them and i think a lot of people actually
0: so love them. you posted them before. yeah the hot pickled sausage uh so i went into one of the truck stops that you were filling up at and I went in and you were like, Oh, get me some sunflower seeds, which we have to talk about that. And I got the pickled sausage and the girl was like, you like these? And I was like, yeah, they're so good. But they're like, you either love them or you hate them. Like if right. you like pickled stuff and you like hot, like you'll like them. And she was like, I don't like pickled stuff. And I was like, Oh, well then you won't like them. And she was like, I've never had a pickle. I almost, I almost dropped dead right there. (laughs) What? You've never had a pickle. That's crazy. I didn't, I like don't even, I didn't, I don't even know if I paid at that point. I think I was just like.
1: Is there a pickle allergy or something that we don't know about?
0: I think some people are grossed out by them, but I would think that everyone has tried them at some point, like on a burger, like some, she's like, I've never had anything pickled. And then she's like, so I think it's disgusting. And then she was like, that'll be. $8.95. And I was like, oh, my God. I, I get took my item like and, like, the, disgust and left.
1: Like, if you don't like the whole pickle, yes. I get it. But then there's also, like, the spears and the slices. Yeah, and like so there's so options. There's so many options that you can try. And I feel like they all kind of have a little bit, they all kind of hit a little differently depending yeah, on like the shape that you like I didn't love, have.
0: like, what are they, like, the sweet pickle? Like, I didn't like those yeah. growing up. But the ones at Soup Plantation were pretty good. So I didn't hate, like, sweet relish. Like, I used to not like that. And yeah. then now I love that on hot dogs. But I love relish. She, I mean, I know people that are grossed out by pickles, but it's because they've had them and they didn't like them. She'd never had woman, one. This woman, like, I, I Maybe honestly, because
1: they're, it's green? Like, they're green? I don't know. I don't
0: know. I really don't know. But she was disgusted by my purchase. And I was like, okay, I can't relate to you. I, like, we have nothing in common. So I left and I brought you your sunflower seeds, which we have to talk about sunflower seeds because I had no idea that you (laughs) have, so apparently this is a thing. And I don't know why I didn't know because I've walked through the dugout dozens of times and I see the piles of sunflower seeds and they're in pretty good shape or the shell (laughs) and So when I eat sunflower seeds, and I think we maybe talked about this after oh our first road man. trip, I chomp the seed. I just kind of like gnaw on it. And then I kind of like eat some of what I gnaw on. And then, well, normally I eat the shells, I but I like grind them up a ton. She
1: used to eat the shells. No, like, I still
0: kind of do. But ugh. people were like saying that there was an issue, but I'm not dead. So I would eat them. And then you have your like spitter cup. And so this year I'm like, okay, I'll like spit some of the shells out. So like, I'm like one of the guys. Cool. And then I look in the cup and you have like perfect shells. And I am just like, what kind of an operation? And I straight up asked you like, how (laughs) are these in like mint? Like you could re stuff them and put them back in the bag. Right. Like this is an art and a skill that I didn't know. I didn't know anyone possessed, and I certainly didn't know that you possessed it.
1: So let me tell you how Courtney eats sunflower seeds. She literally (laughs) puts a handful. I just
0: like the salt. I like to suck the salt off.
1: Yes, she puts a handful in her mouth. Yeah, Uh and then she plays like Mama Bird, and she (laughs) chomps it up as much as she can. I'm
0: part of the aviary community now. Maybe that's what (laughs) I'm doing. I would have fed patches like that, and you know it. Yeah,
1: no. (laughs) She chomps it up as much as she can. And I think once it starts to lose flavor, then she yep. spits like this almost like wad <laughs> of sunflower <laughs> seeds in the cup. And I look down, and I'm like, what? Well, I like to do it
0: after you spit F yours so you don't that? see it. And I kind of like shake it around and like let it blend in.
1: And she was like, what do you mean? I don't know how to eat sunflower <laughs> seeds. I'm like, wow. And I was literally driving the RV and I'm like trying to like, <laughs> Explain and give directions on how to like. Okay, you put the seeds in your mouth. You move all the seeds he into one like side of little, your mouth.
0: Like it's like a factory.
1: And then with your tongue, you move one seed over to the opposite side of your mouth. So much you turn it sideways. You crack it with your teeth. The seed pops out. So you hold onto the seed with your tongue, and then you spit the shells. But then, in the how cup, do you get it you without swallow the
0: releasing seed. the seeds from the other side of your mouth? You
1: just. It's just. You just. Hold them in there. But how come I've
0: never seen you like a little half chipmunk with like a little storage unit on the left side of your mouth?
1: I don't. You can't put too much. How many do you do? I don't know. Twenty. That is so much work. That's why I like. I don't know. So I like the flavor
0: of the shelled ones. Uh, the dill pickle. Oh, the dill dill pickle. Shout out to that cashier at the truck stop. And so I just really, I'm really just sucking the flavor off. I don't need the seed.
1: Yeah. So I maybe just need to like lick salt out of my hand. Yeah. Just get a jar of dill pickle salt and just (laughs) dump it in your mouth. You know I would. (laughs) You (laughs) know I would. Save the seeds for me because I enjoy eating the seeds.
0: So maybe that's why, because you always say, oh, I need to have, like you don't dip or anything. So you always say, oh, I need to have my seeds when I'm driving like a long road trip. Right. So now I'm realizing that it takes you so long to get one little seed. No wonder why it occupies so much of your time on our road trips.
1: Yeah. It's literally the whole time. And so well, I was good this year. I didn't eat like last year. I went you through like stop. six bags. You know, I was of like seeds.
0: your sodium. I was like, I don't know how you got your wedding. I think it was one
1: se- one bag of seeds this year. Yeah. Just the one the whole ba- trip.
0: So you're telling me other people do it the same way you do. I'm assuming. Did people, did someone teach you? Was there someone that was influential in your life that showed I- you how to eat seeds? Did you watch a video?
1: No, I don't know. I don't do you know. Think other people do it this way. I think a lot of people <laughs> eat seeds that way,
0: really yeah okay do you think anyone does it my way Oh yeah yeah yes. just like suck the flavor and nod up and I'm sure there's something.
1: a okay. ton of people who have no idea how to do that and they just Well, you chew it.
0: know it like you're saying I'm doing the wrong way
1: I'm saying that there's probably a lot of people that don't know how to like enjoy it crack the seed like most I enjoy lo- it most people who don't know how to do it that way take one seed at a time like hold it crack it eat the seed and then throw the shell huh. i've seen that
0: how's your enamel on that tooth on your crack tooth
1: pretty good i think <laughs> <laughs> See, <laughs> I I have denti- the dentist said i was a plus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: when they go through your mouth and they, yeah. they're like three one two one yeah like a plus I like, sorry i gotta Seed cracking too I wouldn't
1: But you probably have Freaking little like Splinters of sunflower seeds I know they do sometimes It's like
0: tortilla chips They'll just like Jab into your gum Yeah Um, Yeah I know I have really bad enamel So I don't think I could do the same Like Designated seed cracking area I think I have to Spread the wealth Around my mouth Right Okay, we really have to get back on track. <laughs> so <laughs> This speaking, is an interesting episode. We're so, on speaking <laughs> of, it's been like a roller coaster already. Uh, speaking of me sitting in the passenger seat and munching my seeds and looking at places to stop. Actually, this was your suggestion. We stopped at a deer farm.
1: I saw a sign on the side of the freeway. And and I was so like, many signs. Oh, a deer farm.
0: There are so many billboards, and without them, we would miss so many places, but there's the billboards for the fudge factory, the candy factories. They have these caves that you can go you, in, but they're always closed. Like we never are driving, I guess, on the weekend. Yeah. But they look so cool. Then there's safaris that you can do. And then there's always that steak. Or if you finish the whole steak. <laughs> it's if you've like seen, a 70
1: ounce steak or like, some shit. Like It's
0: <laughs> like the big daddy steak. If you've ever seen that Simpsons episode where he's a trucker and he's like, Taking on the steak challenge. Homer. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, if you finish it, you, whatever. So there's that. But then there was the deer farm. Right. Which I don't know. I didn't know what that was.
1: Honestly, we had to make a choice. Deer <laughs> farm or Barrizona? Yeah. And the Pete's have already been to Barrizona. Everyone saw that on their <laughs> TV show. I know everyone Peets.
0: loves Barrizona though. Right. But so. we have to consider the RV. And I think a lot of things are drive through. Like yeah. the cave tour and all that it was a lot of it was driving there and we have to think of our clearance very obviously. conscious <laughs> of the height of the rv Yeah, you know yeah so we chose the deer farm and i kept thinking okay maybe we'll pet a deer we'll see a deer
1: yeah m- maybe two or three
0: i didn't think we would get that experience that we got <laughs> so you walk in and you kind of like we kind of played it cool we're like so are there like deer here that we could feed and the lady's like yep like how much was it a cup it was
1: six dollars for a large cup and Which, four for that a small. actually
0: got us like pretty far like right. the six dollar cup so you walk in and they're like be careful don't have anything in your pockets because they will go after it
1: they'll put their like nose in your pockets
0: yeah and they did so like immediately <laughs> we walk out and like they all just go to justin it was very much like ace ventura come to me my jungle friends they all just kind of went over to you and it was you were going for it i'm scared of feeding animals out of my hand i always have to i always think they're gonna nip me and i already don't have a good thumb i don't want (laughs) to lose my other thumb but you just went right for it
1: is it santa claus when he's walking down the road and all the deer are like following behind him like the oh yeah Uh Yeah, that's what it felt like yeah but except there was what they say they said 80 deer In this just open space that you're in.
0: Yeah, there were so many.
1: And I mean, these were just the regular deer. They actually, they did have reindeer there, but they were in like a, a, how do you say it? Like a caged off. It wasn't a cage, but like a- little barn area. Yeah. A little shelter. It was was like fenced off. So like they had their own big space that they were by themselves, but there were these 80 deer that were just freely roaming around uh, eating food from- guests that were walking through there and they were hilarious
0: <laughs> yeah no it was amazing they, they went right in your pocket
1: they literally and or they'd stick their nose in your cup and try to get your food and then like you feed so them down cute. low and they go down low you hold it up high and drip it and you can see their little teeth and <laughs> i know the <laughs> teeth were so
0: good but i just immediately think well i don't know my mom's best friend growing up had a bunch of farm animals and so I was around all of them and I like actually developed like a little fear of goats because like they are kind of a little whack but I don't know I think once this deer was like eating from my cup or eating from my hand I was feeding them like I just am like oh this is like a dog and I'm like oh I'm like going to pet them and like do all this I'm like oh wait they're like have no interest in me petting their head right well maybe they do though no they they, like kind of turn away and I was like oh okay we're not gonna like To like cuddle them or anything, but they were really cute. And you kind of walk around and see, they had a bunch of other animals too. A bunch of other, they had a camel, yep, like a rescue camel.
1: They had a a buffalo bison,
0: and then they had it was huge. Was it a uh, porcupine? Was it it a donkey zebra? Or, yeah, it was like a a debra. (laughs) No, it was uh, no, it wasn't. I think it
1: was a donkey zebra, was it? Yeah.
0: It had a name that, like, flowed better than what we're coming up with. It wasn't a don't know, But it was
1: striped, and it looked like a donkey. Yeah, its
0: buns were striped, and then it was almost like a half. It
1: didn't look real.
0: No, it looked painted. It looked
1: like a cartoon.
0: But there were a ton of goats, and it was There was a
1: pig. We didn't get to see the pig.
0: I know. The pig was in there. There was, what else was in there? When we first walked in. Peacocks everywhere. The peacock, though. But what, like, inside, there were, like, two, like, little animals like hidden in the thing and you're like oh do you see him in there i forgot what that was i don't know there was
1: that bird oh my
0: gosh they had a parrot (laughs) a parrot and i'm like okay perfect like i this guy's gonna talk to me it said like he loves conversation and i was like hi how are you and he was like hi how are you i'm like (laughs) oh my gosh like this is like this has to be fake because i always think of like at the magic castle like when you talk to the fake ghost bird and they like it responds and they play your song for you i was like someone's behind this wall like talking me through this bird but then i was like oh you want something to eat and he was like do you have a cracker and i was like oh my gosh (laughs) and then he just came like he was like no cracker and i was like this is not real but he he said no
1: cracker like like
0: yes it was insane he kept saying it and then he started laughing i'm like this bird is really cool yeah but i don't know like i don't know what was
1: it it was it 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 was like a yeah i was took it a, like a cockatoo or something i don't, like know, that? I f- I don't know. know
0: i took a picture of its little sign I but don't i'm bad at remembering all he that was stuff. so funny he like his little but it made me really sad i like w- like honestly wish i had a cracker yeah because he like sounded so sad like he just wanted a cracker yeah so next time i'm bringing a little saltine if i ever stop in and see him it was also it was fu- so funny though
1: it was also funny too because there was there was like four dogs oh there. yeah and it was almost like a dog run completely around the perimeter of the deer place. Yeah. And I was talking to one of the guys. I'm like, oh, is that to keep like all the deers in from like getting out? And he was like, no, that's to keep other animals from like getting into our animals. Oh, yeah. So the yeah. dogs like roam, like oh, patrol yeah. and keep all the other well, animals cause out. Because they're
0: like, they have all their food. They're like well fed, well taken right. care of. Like you could absolutely see hundred an animal trying to come in. And yeah yeah but it was really cool I love stopping off and I think the RV limit not like I mean we can go anywhere and it's so nice to have everything with us but I think it holds us back a little with stuff that we would do because we're worried about like roads that will like you have to use the special like ways for RVs to make sure you can drive a certain road yeah RV life app RV life app and and all that but I it's just so nice and so relaxing and it's I don't know. Like we had to get back for the Rose Bowl half marathon. Um, which you did the 5K for? Yes, I did. Um, and so we kind of were a little rushed, but I don't know. I would definitely recommend it if you're thinking about doing. It. Like we posted and so many people were like, "Oh my gosh."
1: Yeah, and it's so easy. There's so many campgrounds like everywhere. And we always stay at Campgrounds of America because they're super clean. They're super easy. You can get in late. Um, they leave your site for you. Um, they leave the box open, so you just plug in and you have power. I know. And then the showers and the bathrooms and everything are so clean. And
0: Well, we learned that the hard way the first time because, remember, we just kind of drove, and I was thinking it was going to be like hotels. And right. you just be able to book a room at any time. And then I'm realizing, oh, my gosh, all these campgrounds are closing at four or five o'clock and right. if you don't have a reservation you can't just roll up but yeah we found like that those are probably the best ones because i can put a little note on there like we might arrive late and then if we end up stopping like at Bear, Arizona or whatever yeah you just kind of pop in and i don't know it's so nice and i don't know Some, i just recommend it so it's like, not for everybody but i i highly recommend if you're thinking about doing it that you should do it
1: yeah. Some of the campgrounds are so cool and it's in the winter when we're doing it. So not everything's open, like the pool and some of the activities that they have. So I would love to do it sometime down the road, years down the road, uh, one summer and really just be able to like camp out for a couple of days and enjoy the campgrounds. Cause they're so nice.
0: I know. And one of them had the blob. Remember? They did, yeah. I was like, dang, that would be so cool. Cause like we have a blast and yeah, we're not even really enjoying it at its full strength of all the amenities and everything we're just getting like the little dog park area and our campsite and the little grill and table and chairs and all that
1: that's cool that's the fun part is cooking in the rv making our little meals our little dinners and yeah grilling out
0: yeah for sure so So. highly recommend it some people asked we did our rv rental from la it was road shark rv yeah people asked how we it, they're like, did you buy an RV? It looks brand new. I'm like, no, no. rented it. We're not yeah. at that. <laughs> we're not at that point yet. But yeah.
1: Shout out to Road Shark. They took care of us. Yeah. They really. The uh. They really actually did us a solid this year, because, uh, we had we actually had to fly back to Indiana for the holidays because we were at a wedding, and so we couldn't drive the RV out. And they were like, you know what? We'll drive the RV out. To you in Indiana and drop it off and then you guys just drive it back. So that was really cool. Of them. Yeah,
0: that was huge. Yeah. And I think it made us appreciate our journey more that we only had the one leg. It actually felt like it went by so fast. I was I like, know. oh my gosh, we only have one more day. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But well, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Uh, friendly reminder to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And as always, we love to see your ratings and your reviews on the podcast if you listen on Apple or Spotify. So, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you all next week.
1: See ya. Bye. <laughs>